coming to you live from Big Boo's Haunt. It's WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. And as you know, we are five days in to our 31-day Scarathon Challenge, where we live and operate and record inside a booze house until Halloween. My name is Scaramy Shiz, who is sitting to my left. It's Ari Crab. It's my Halloween moniker. Ari Crab. Because crabs are scary. I've got a... I gotta believe. Not believe. <laughs> and sitting to his left. I am Michael McCall. Was coming from inside the house. Yeah, it's or not as good as mine. It's not as good as like mine. What's not to like? We like Mike. What's not to like? It's the, the longest clip I have in my show. In a good long while. I like Mike. Fright. <sighs> I like Fright. Five days in, but it's felt like an eternity. We've actually met somebody inside the booze house. <laughs> inside the house. I want you to introduce yourself, hoping to God it will pick up on these microphones. It is I, Connor, savagely beaten to <laughs> death, McCabe. <laughs> <laughs> That feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Everyone can still hear? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. Uh, Only I couldn't for a minute. So, guys, how's it been for you? I know for me it's been, well, I'm missing home, but I'm sticking it out. It's a mm-hmm. challenge, and we're here to the end. I mean, we want to inherit this mansion, <laughs> but we have to stay in it for 30 days. Well, my great aunt Boo died, <laughs> and I was left in the will as long as I could spend 30 days in its haunted halls. And as we all know, that we, we really want a new facility to record in. So as long as we can oh just gosh, stick it out. God, I'm we'll sick the of mansion. the Metro Kingdom commutes. I'm sorry. Me too. The gentrification that's happened in Metro Kingdom has been unwieldy. And personally, I'm voting against it. Connor? Oppose. <laughs> I oppose. You can vote against gentrification. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I do all the time. I voted for gentrification. Voting to me is Not standing good. on your porch and yelling loud. Uh, Connor? Um, uh, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're new to the show. We're super excited to have you here. Like I'm so glad to be here. Boo uh, to the show. Ooh. We yeah. met you inside the house. I, I did suspect that you were a boo yourself for a second, but it turns out, regular guy. Just very transparent. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out they had an extra room in this Airbnb. Hell yeah, this is dude. An Airbnb, Hell yeah, dude. I don't know it's if an you guys Airbnb. Knew that. Hell yeah. yeah, dude. That means so, someone's uh, making money on it. Michael, look into that. Did you see the cartoon ghosts in the ad for the Airbnb and say, this is where I need to spend my vacation. Oh, absolutely. If you can spook me, you can spook anything. Challenge accepted. Now, uh, I live I live in a, in, in a, in a pretty uh, nice flat loft apartment in uh, Metro Kingdom, uh, as we've gone over before. Uh, Ari, uh, where is it that you can... I'm Sand from? Kingdom. Sand Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael? Oh, I live in a Pillar in the Lake Kingdom. Pillar in the Lake Kingdom. You have to throw your hat at me, too. You got to get wet to come in and out, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Where is it that you're from again? I can't. I'm the one that I think is just Italy Kingdom, but it was Food Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh. I'm trying to remember the enemies. Luncheon the, Kingdom? The is luncheon, that the, yeah, luncheon yeah. Kingdom. I think it's just Italy. <laughs> that's that's my favorite take <laughs> <laughs> of the lunch. Yeah, kingdom. it's all low poly and covered in goo like Italy. Yes. <laughs> I think it's just Italy. 
Yeah. Okay, great. So uh, I mean, that's a very cheesy kingdom. It's very mm-hmm. hot there. A lot of molten oh, yeah. chocolates and cheeses. Mm-hmm. I remember one time when I was in Luncheon Kingdom. Oh boy, I thought what I thought what I was getting into was a was a hot tub. Turns out it was a bowl of queso. <laughs> Shot me right up, which was good because I needed to sh- I needed to go that way. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we spot the newbies in town. Yeah, oh, it's totally. Great. Yeah, it's great. pretty big tourist trap it seems over there. Mm-hmm. A lot of shoebies coming in. Oh, the shoebies! Oh, oh my man. god! I just realized how much Ari is a human version of all the characters from Nickelodeon's Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Nickelodeon's Rocket Rock- Power. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yep. in, in, in video games, a comedy show, it would be Rocket League. Wouldn't I'm it? just Twister. Don't yeah. compare me to fucking Sam. Is or Twister the one with the shark helmet? Yes. No, that's cool. no, that's Sam. Oh, oh you're squid. right. You're right. Who are you thinking? Twister, Twister has no. a backward cap, and he's the only one who. Like, <laughs> guys, I'm gonna have to I just had, Google image. Hey, the, but for sure, the, the dad and his Hawaiian friend were in a relationship. Absolutely. Tito, right? And I forgot the Tito and Raymundo. Yes, Raymundo. Dude, those guys be fucking, Man. dude. If, <laughs> if if the Rocket Power kids were in a bank robbery. <laughs> okay. And they I'm had, liking where this is and starting. They, and they had the, the robbers were like, we're going to shoot one of you or we're going to shoot all of you and you all have to decide. Everyone would say Twister. No, they right say he's Sam. The most. Oh. No, no, no. He, they picked on Sam oh. the most. I know Twister. Yeah. I remember Twister now. The Dude, one with the yeah. brown <laughs> the, and orange He's the most hell expensive. Yeah. He was Sam cool. would probably, I mean, he would he, he would die also, but it would be so sad. But, mm. it, but when Twister died, you'd kind of be like, no. we can continue <laughs> the way we've been. Yeah, the story can story go on. Sure when hating on Twister. Yeah. Uh, like all classic Halloween episodes, we just went on a long discussion uh, of uh, Rocket, Power. Rocket Power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, I haven't, been, uh, I haven't been really hungry for the most part all week, but I, but at this point, I could really use... Jiffle sandwich. If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, your face just like morphed, and you, you looked really weird when you said that. What? When I said... Jiffle sandwich. Yeah, it happened again. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I... <coughs> Jiffle sandwich. Jiffle sandwich. I could really use a taco. (laughs) Uh, Great, guys. Okay. So, obviously, they let us bring in all of our gaming systems, all of our handhelds, portables, phones, anything that we can use to game. So, I'm interested to know, briefly, because we care, but only just a little bit. What have you guys been playing this week? A lot of Spider-Man and Life is Strange 2. Did that come out? Life is Strange just came out. Nice. I've only gotten through the prologue. Are you uh, the first one, too? Did you play the first one? Yes, I loved it. I loved the first Life is Strange. What system is that on? The new one or both of them? I'm not familiar. With systems? Mm, Yes, (laughs) please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Life is Strange came out on on the PS3. It's on the PS4 Mm -hmm. as well. And uh, the new one's on PS4. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, there's also Before the Storm, the prequel to Life is Strange. And they're, mm. like, they're like they're uh, like Telltale games. Oh, cool. R.I.P. I have some experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're like uh, visual novels, right? Can I say that? <laughs> visual novel? Is that right? That's called a comic book. It's Choose a, your own adventure? It's a little different. Choose your own adventure? It's an uh, interactive <laughs> drama. Oh, okay. Did you play Oxenfree? No, I haven't. Same, Anybody? same genre? Oxenfree is great. That uh, makes me think it's a similar game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, Oxenfree's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oxenfree was just on sale recently on Switch. I almost picked it up. Should I have done that? Yeah, I'd yep. say I got it for like, s- I want to say six, eight bucks back in the spring. That's pretty cool. And uh, <laughs> worth it. That's Yeah, yeah I, 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 dude, I, yeah, I, I, I've always looked at it. It looked like it had a really, like a really good art style, but I mm-hmm. never 
I never uh, made the purchase. You know, I never clicked through the. Do you guys ever start buying a game and then you get almost to the last screen? And you're like, I don't want it. I, yep. was, I was literally in GameStop today, yeah. ready to buy the new Tomb Raider, and I was like, I'm not gonna play this. Yeah, I don't have time yeah. right now. Wait, are you, have you beaten Spider Man? No, but I'm pretty far in. Oh, I'm on the last man. Jack. I was hoping we could have a post Spider Man rap sesh, but we'd have to do it spoiler free for <laughs> not just the internet, but the two people in front I of mean, us. I mean, I can I can give some hot takes about that game. I Please don't talk about. Okay, let's give some hot takes here in a second after we hear what everyone's been playing. Yeah, that's a good also, point. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just so curious about what that game was. Which one? The Life is Strange. Yes. It, this game, uh, this this podcast, by the way, is nothing but interruptions, <laughs> constantly and, wow. and without ceasing. I'm a well-oiled machine. Did I say radio. podcast? I meant radio show, uh, early morning radio show in the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I've Tell been you later, I guess. Playing. S- <laughs> what? You already told us. What were you gonna What were you gonna say? He asked me what Life is Strange was, and I didn't. Say and then I interrupted. It's a game him. like Oxenfree. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Just oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah, well, explain Life is Strange. I actually, I'm, now I'm curious. What do you have to say more? <laughs> it, I mean, what else could you possibly have to it's say? It's only one Strange. of my favorite games, guys. It, I didn't even know that. I love Life is really? Strange. You're coming in hot with mysteries. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, Are you guy. possessed by a boo? Yeah. This love for this game is my own and not a poltergeist. Okay. Wow. wow. Life is Strange is an interactive drama takes place in the city of Arcadia Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Overrun by shoebies. No. (laughs) Actually, yes. I think it is kind of a tourist trap. Um, Do the the main characters get to own the normies? No. (laughs) I'm going to wrap this up. Because I wonder what Mikey's playing and be done. I'm I'm playing Mario Odyssey, and I'm about to play Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Someday I'm going to get around to it. But you didn't buy it in the store. I didn't buy it, no. You should go digital. It's right on my list. First Odyssey playthrough or no? I am (laughs) am midway through my third trip of all the Power Moons. Whoa. Wow. 999 Power Moons? So you even farm for those coins and everything? I just I accidentally last time I played it, I forgot about Darker Side and I was like at uh, 887 or 877. And so I think from now on I'm going to go 880. Mm. But I forgot about yeah. that. I went and got three I went and bought three moons. So I was like what am I doing? And I was like, "Oh, but I got to go get Darker Side." And then I had an odd number, so then I just went and got 999 really quick. Mikey, yeah. remember when you're under New Donk City and you see that like the whole mechanism of just like a bunch of power moons powering the city. I feel like that's what your neural network is. <laughs> just a bunch of power moons. I would love that. Wait, back to Ari. Oh, I yeah. finish up. Sure, thank you. <laughs> I was. I'm, I'm about to. Uh-oh. Um. Good. Cool. Do we? Are we? Are we? Are we back? Okay, we're back. Are we back? Are we back? I gotta pull my cord. Um. The booze have haunted the signal, but not for long. Not with our equipment. It's 2018. Um, Life is Strange is this really beautiful artsy game where you're a girl named Max Caulfield who's going to this kind of prestigious art school. And while she's there, she sees an old friend of hers from her childhood just get, like, fucking murdered by, like, this drugged up, fucked up rich kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then somehow in that instant gets time travel powers. And this becomes sort of the like the main mechanism of the game, which is it is a game where you do interact with people and your decisions have consequences, but you do have the micro chance to like rewind time and kind of like see various scenarios play out a little bit before you're like, all right, I'm going to choose this one and then proceed through the game and get your ultimate ending. 
and it's it's a game that very much has it has really strong characters, a really nice aesthetic, a really awesome, cool soundtrack. It feels like it feels like it like it's like the best indie movie ever, but you get to play it as you will, and I really liked it. It was very emotional, and now the second one's out, and I really hope it's as good because I paid forty bucks for it. <laughs> and there are they ex- PlayStation exclusive, or is it on? I think they're on Xbox too. Okay, is that what you got? I only have a Switch. He's a uh, Nintendo boy. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I gotta believe. <laughs> I love Nintendo. Um, oh, they're on PC as well. If you do that at all. Okay. I don't, but I've always been intrigued. <laughs> Ari, I gotta say that was a fantastic explanation. Thank you. Life Thank is you. strange, although for just the season, I would have called it "Knife is Strange." If I was oh, just gonna punch I up, if I was gonna punch up that story at all, it would just be "Knife strange is Strange." Strange is yeah. sort of a word um, of the occult. All right, uh, Connor, what you been playing, my man? Uh, Nintendo, huh? Yeah, Nintendo. Play it on me, Daddy. Here we go, puppy. Um, I have been playing for the first time Ocarina of Time Master Quest. I have played Ocarina of Time maybe, I've probably beaten it 12 times. <laughs> I finally 100%ed it, which is not hard. It's not a game that's hard to do. Mm, like two years ago when I finally played the 3DS version, and I uh, am playing Master Quest on 3DS. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. I love a guy who's going back to that 3DS. <laughs> all right? It's not dead. All right? WarioWare just came out for It's not dead. Oh, shit. Stop saying it's dead. There's a Metroid game on 3DS that I want to play so bad. Same as yeah. Returns? I want to oh, play great. it. Yeah, yeah. I love Metroid. There's a new Metroid game out that I haven't played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Game What's happening it? to me? And guess what? It's also an old Metroid game. <laughs> Are it's you a Metroid both. person? I love Metroid. That game is wonderful. Is it? Yeah, I highly recommend it. Whenever yeah. I think of the 3DS, like I know it's like still like a, a fantastic piece of mm-hmm. technology. Dude, I love that's it. That's been evolving, still. but I always think of the one I have, which is like a Gen Ed w- tiny one full of curry on the screen that's <laughs> never cleaned off. And I'm like, why are they still making games for that thing? Why? The thing that I ruined. <laughs> the thing that I dumped in my own spilth. <laughs> I used it like a piece of naan. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it to play Smash and never played it again. I, I have almost clicked uh, talk about a purchase I've gone back on I've almost clicked buy on a brand new 3DS a hundred times in, yeah. in the last six months mm. because I, I never got a, a, a new 3DS I never got the one with the oh. two joystick thing mm-hmm. is that what you have? I have the, well, I have the 2DS XL that I got oh, last year when it first came out that I would it's, take. that's the best yeah I'm a yeah I love it it's great I'm a I fan al- I almost wonder if Nintendo is like maybe we shouldn't make the Switch because we have the 3DS and will it compete? Yeah, and then they shot that guy in a rocket <laughs> yeah. in space and just watched him explode. That was my dad, yeah. Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> he used to be the president of Nintendo. Alright, I've been playing, so I beat Spider-Man. Mm, uh, nice. Cleared it, platinumed it. I need to beat it. Ooh. I'm getting uh, sick of it. I uh, also uh, beat Mega Man 11. I played mm. through Mega Man 11, beat that on Switch. That was fast. Very. I, I, I literally, I pre-ordered it. It got here on Tuesday, and by Last night I finished Wily. Are you a, are you Whoa. a Mega Boy? Are you are you like a good Mega Man player? Dude. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I've played enough of them in my life to like understand sort of how they work. Mm-hmm. Like for example, when you beat a boss, you get that boss's power. That boss's power will then like uh, help you against another boss. Like there are, but you have every to know boss, the order. You have to know the order. So the little cheatsies involved. Okay, mm-hmm. a little cheat. Did you cheatsy? Did you like little cheatsy? Just the boss order. That's mm-hmm. all I did. 
and how to do everything and playthroughs. And I didn't do it. I didn't beat it. <laughs> I watched. This was a YouTube <laughs> channel I watched. I don't even own the game. I yeah. Uh, no, but I will say it's beautiful. It's it? uh, it's like a near perfect Mega Man game. If you guys like Mega Man mm. games, I will say that they're really. Mega Man games are notoriously difficult. However, this one is has a funky mode. It has a funky. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, I like. I like. I've, I've watched your eyes as I you thought of that, and then waited patiently to get in there. Uh, every no. every game should have a funky mode. Every game should have a funky <laughs> mode. Uh, but no, Mega Man Eleven's got this great like. Uh, like the uh, first level that you're inevitably drawn to is a is a basic tutorial level of how to play Mega Man without words. So it's just the game, the level design teaching you how to play this Mega Man mm. game in particular. That's fun. So like, it's like it's like really well done, well crafted. Um, I, I don't know, tightest playing Mega Man game that I've mm. played since two. I guess two is still the best one, but that is. The whole teaching you how to play in a fun way at the beginning of a game is, uh, as I feel like that's a thing that games do very well now. Yeah. Because peop- we've had enough time where you have slogged through the beginning of like a two or three hour intro to a game, especially if it's like a huge adventure game. Mm-hmm. And that's a really fun way to just challenge a player. To be like, this is how you handle this. Now go and play. I love that. I love anytime a game just is like, Hot takes, guys. Hot, t- hot takes. <laughs> I don't even think that's a hot take, dude. It's not a hot I take. That's such a lukewarm no, take. No, no. F- <laughs> that's just called good game design. Yeah. 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 A good game design will, like, I, well, but I also, like, specifically, your game opens, the first thing you do is battle. Like, I think that's, like, the, like, what is the fight mechanic? What mm-hmm. will I be doing for most of this game? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you can tell when a game gets it wrong when you're, like, playing the game and then it freezes mm-hmm. and then the text box comes up like press y to use your special maneuver yeah, yeah. I, w- I was saying that my like uh, like a complaint i had with okami right off the bat was that there's like this 10 minute long or 20 minute long cutscene of like, explaining the game about yeah. how amaterasu beat this big demon i'm like let me that, that'd be a great tutorial let me fight that demon mm-hmm. that would be better yeah i'd, I'd be in, into this yeah you remember when Star Wars The Force Awakens came out? Yeah. And, like, the first level you play as Darth Vader, which is just <laughs> your character at the end of the game <laughs> completely you mean, you mean leveled Force up. Unleashed, right? What am I saying? Force Awakens. Are there, oh, is I was so movie? confused. I knew Did you, you mean meant. the movie or the game? The game. <laughs> Force Unleashed? Force Unleashed. I never played that. Oh. I, I haven't either. I just figured it out. I was like, oh, he's talking about a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd say it's, it's a... Do you guys remember when the biggest movie of all time came out? Yeah. I, was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I was there for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were all were there. Um, okay, great. Well, that's what we've been playing. Uh, let's hop into the news. So... Uh, More like the booze. And, uh, oh my gosh, wait, nice. can we nice. just, do you guys mind if I just shut this window? Yeah, please. Oh. Okay, great. Thanks. Uh, so. You shut it so fast. We have a lot of, uh, I would say a lot of the news this week, there actually is news this week, which there wasn't really much last week, and I feel like the week before has been a light, like lighter on the news, but, uh, uh, does anyone have anything first they want to talk about video game news related before I launch into what I have here? Um. Bowsette is sweeping the nation. <laughs> Bowsette has been sweeping the nation for a couple weeks now, my dude. Uh, yeah. But have you guys? Oh, a good friend of mine is starring in the is is Bowsette uh, in porn. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Go. I say a good friend. Let me be clear. Hey, no. A be proud of your friend. friend. A oh. friend of mine who I've met a few times. It's more of Jackie's. Oh. It's Jackie's childhood friend's girlfriend. Nice. Uh, 
uh, but great. Like, love this person. Uh, no, I've only, I've only hung out a couple of times. I'm just wondering how close to reality this, uh, <laughs> this bit is. <laughs> it's not a bit. It's not a bit at all. Yeah. It's not a bit at all. I have uh, a, I have a friend yeah. on Facebook who, in, in real life, I don't know why I said that, who loves Bowsette. And uh, <laughs> so I, whenever I go on Facebook, Facebook is now just like my Bowsette feed. I just see yeah. her posting Bowsette all the time to the point where I'm like, Oh, I'm sure that my bosses are seeing me do this and just think I'm just like wa- looking at weird hentai. Yeah. Well, it probably appears that way. It's very uncomfortable to look at if you're me. It, uh, you know, eventually it becomes charming and then you just yeah. kind of like it. Uh, people have been really sweet on the internet about it too. They like yeah. love it. They, and they're also like really appreciative to that guy who drew it originally. And, and they're like encouraging him from Japan. Like you did a really good thing. They made a lot of people happy. Do you mean, in, <laughs> do you mean Nintendo? Who, who is saying this? Just like the internet? on Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause like, the guy came out and was like, sort of like, wow, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable and overwhelmed with the amount of like, like he went from like X amount of followers to 50,000, six, 650,000. Like, or maybe just sixty five thousand. A lot more. Than he, he got a record before. deal. Yeah, he got <laughs> he got a record. Deal. Our new celebrity. I think if I got to ask a Nintendo exec, probably specifically Reggie Fils mm-hmm. if I could ask yeah. him one question, it would be just what are his thoughts on Bowsette? And just see yeah. him freeze and his computer brain like, explode. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking hot, dude. <laughs> fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Yeah. He'd pro- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a fan of Bowsette. If it's making people happy, it's making people happy. What an interesting like trend too, mm-hmm. like that's happening because it kind of I feel like it did it happen with Peachette and then someone because wh- where did this idea someone come from? made a comic? Oh, you want you want, want this, Mikey? Sure. It was well the the starting point was the uh, new Super Mario Bros. Deluxe mm-hmm. was uh, announced for Switch. Yes, and there's a new power up called the Super Crown, mm-hmm. where when Toadette gets the Super Crown, she becomes Peachette. Yes. So the idea is there is now a power-up in the Mario universe that turns you into Peach. Gotcha. So and then the co- the first comic was which what is, happens which if Which is Bowser. already problematic. Right. There was yeah. there, we, Everyone had problems with that for, I think, very a good reasons. A lot of questions are raised. Well, it was yeah. like, is Peach herself a person? Yeah. Like, yeah. Is yeah. She was just, Peach a toad who became like a, a permanent princess? She is right. Princess Toadstool. She just has her own stash yeah. of super crowns in the back room. Like it's it's kind of a cool idea actually that she is of those people. She just has some kind of like crown that keeps her in that form. What director yeah, the directs good form. that Mario She movie? often tells them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me. There is a like Mario universe where Mar like it's a it's like a very dramatic epidemic where Mario realizes that about Peach. And mm. who I want to know what mm. director directs that movie. David Fincher. <laughs> uh, Spike Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else? Okay, so we got a bunch of new releases. I guess I'll kind of run through them now. Mario Party is out. Ooh. Oh. Does anyone care? Does I, anyone I buy do. It? I haven't bought it yet. All right. I, I, Are we going to play it? Are we going to make us a weekly uh, a weekly play event? I like the idea of it. I want somebody I know to buy it. I like, don't know why I did This was my Mario it. Tennis thing, man, where like it came out. All I wanted was Buds to play it with. No one bought it. But I, Mario Tennis has a competitive edge to it. Mario Party's like, hey, get in here. Let's have a party. Let's get in here and compete. Let's all no, throw. Let's <laughs> Ten bucks down right now, <laughs> and I think we can get it. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy will download it digitally. Yeah, we'll we'll and, and then we'll then all play. And if we have four Joy Cons. Mm, oh yeah, that's true. Oh my gosh, 
gosh. Is this about to happen? Jeez, <laughs> guys. Hope so. Uh, I want, I too, I like, since it was announced, I was like, I love Mario Party. The original Mario Party is a spe- I mean, that's pretty, I feel like the consensus is those were so great, like two, three. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to play the new one because I love the Switch enough to where it's like, this is a system I really want to just continue to use, and mm-hmm. I gotta have Mario Party. It does feel like the perfect game to just have on your Switch. Yeah, yeah. I, but and that's why I've been afraid to buy it because I feel like so many other Switch games, I'm gonna buy it and it's gonna sit on my mm-hmm. Switch for forever and never be open. But yeah. that that is at least the N64 version, and I don't know if it's because it's Mario Party or because it's what we had as kids. But I have friends who do not play video games who actively are like yeah i want to play mario party mm, let's play yeah. like a 20 turn mario party game i get why why do you think because for one everybody loves mario he's mm-hmm, just such true. an iconic mascot mm-hmm. he's just like hey get in here yeah and two there's i gotta believe all the mini games are so simple to learn on the spot mm-hmm. yeah. so it's like anyone it's not like smash bros where it's like oh you're all gonna be so much better than me i'll, I'll just watch mm. i'm just gonna go home actually it's like no you can do this Get in here. It's, yeah. mar- it's a party, and you're invited. Ari Mario. just ripped his face off, Mission Impossible style, <laughs> and he is Reggie Fils-Aimé <laughs> <Whoa>. underneath. <laughs> it sells itself. It's an honor, sir. I mean, Mario now Party... Now I must go. <laughs> Mario Party is very... Wow. It is very <laughs> exciting. I'm excited to have it around. Uh, I'm excited to play it. Can't wait to do it. I, I will say, though, that like, uh, for as many people as I know who own Switches, I feel like we need to get together... Yes, the, re- the the whole the whole group of us that have a switch, and get on the same page as what are we buying, guys? Mm-hmm. What's Smash gonna Bros. be our thing? I mean, obviously, fall. Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if it's gonna be like a tower, fall, if it's gonna be like you know what, guys, we're all gonna get together and get uh, Mario Party. And it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm buying it, and then everywhere I go, you know, I look over, I see Matt Apodaca. Yeah, it's oh, t- time to throw out. down. <laughs> time to throw down. I, I literally we can never let him know that he got a shout out here because I will be, I'll be just, he will never let me hear it down. Yeah. His face will get bright red. Well, also I was, all I was, I was trying to think of like one switch friend I had who wasn't in this room and that was the first one I thought of. Uh-huh. Yeah. him. Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? I, I just want to play competitively or not competitively cooperatively with my buds on my switch. That does seem like a really fun way that we can continue to enjoy games together a little more is like just share your experience. It's not something I ever do. Like all yeah. of my all the video game experiences I pretty much have aside from like a random Mario Kart game mm. are now pretty much by myself. Uh, is that the same for everybody? Mostly. I did mm-hmm. one time in like the UCB Inner Sanctum Cafe take my switch and put out the kickstand and take out a Joy-Con and played snipper clips with oh. a friend who had never played snipper clips and we had people a love blast. Pe- Dude. I had several casual like friends who would just be over when that game cuz I got that on launch day too mm-hmm. and people loved it. I don't know yeah. if it was just so cuz it was cute and easy, I think. I literally have played that game twice. I played it <laughs> the first night the switch came out. And then I played it again. I can't believe you actually performed Nintendo's dream of breaking out a Switch in a public place. <laughs> I'm in a like Nintendo a cafe commercial. With like a, a multicultural spread behind mm-hmm. you of people <laughs> just cheering you on. We had a great time. I can't believe you did it. Well, that's great. Good. I'm, I'm glad that that happened because that should be happening. Games are fun and people should play games. And how many times have you been in a party and you're like, guys, we're just not playing games because we're all being too cool. But yeah. we should be playing 
Well, at some kind of party. game. Sorry, I thought I just saw the ghost of Iwata hover above you for no. a split Iwata. second. Iwata? Come that. back. Iwata, I hardly know her. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> we have a new Assassin's Creed game out. Who cares? Anyone? Is that Odyssey? Uh, Odyssey, yeah. So Big thumbs down. He throws his hat, his like his pointy hat. He doesn't wear a KKK hat, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a hood. <laughs> it's a hood. Believe it or not, no, he does not wear a KKK hat. And also, hat. in this one specifically, it is a Marvin the Martian style <laughs> helmet with a brush on the top. I'm buying this game now. He, I don't have a system, but I'll buy it. He throws. Wait, why do you think he has a KKK hat? I just, I was imagining his hood, and I was like, is that a little, and I was like, no, it's not pointed at all. They do have oh, a white pointed hood in all previous Assassin's yeah, Creed. Maybe, you're okay. Right, you're right. I apologize. I did forget about that. Yeah. Assassin's Creed. Who knew? Anybody <laughs> getting that? He does scream white no. power as he falls into a, like a bale of hay. Okay. I, I thought I was projecting. No, I feel pretty <laughs> vindicated here. Um, yeah. <laughs> Especially during like that uh, Assassin's Creed 3 game, which was like the American Revolution time. <laughs> you're like, is that where the costume originated from? Uh, SEO? Uh, I will say uh, to plug my outside life uh i did write an article for smosh.com wh- about what if cappy got confused and instead of going to super mario odyssey went to assassin's creed odyssey Uh-oh. oh, oh uh, that's great that's, that's awesome it does get into uh he makes is it mistakes. is it <laughs> wait what happened it's out right it is the article's yeah. out we can check it out the okay article's out. It's all right don't spoil it for me because I, I will read fun. it so i will say they find uh purple coins in an athenian camp <laughs> That's cool. Hey, did you hear about the? Uh, they already have one Assassin's Creed Easter egg that they found during a demo. Oh. Uh, that is a Nintendo Easter egg. Did what did they hear find? about this? No. It's uh, uh, the Korok seeds. They found like an, someone had already got one. Essentially, it was like a little, uh, a little. Um, what do you ring? call it? It has like a ring with one in the middle where uh-huh. like one had been taken. That's delightful. Yeah, and it's like it's like hidden in like just a, like a random hill somewhere. That's fun. They yeah. found me. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I'm loving the Ubisoft uh, Nintendo crossover yeah. stuff. That's great. More of that. Rayman confirmed for Smash, obviously. Oh, please, I dude. I hope so, but I'm There's not. There's no Rayman. way. That, I feel like he's not even on the peripheral no. for characters that are... It would be great. I would be sad if he got announced because it would be Good. one less slot for uh, another Animal Crossing dog or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't care about dogs, dude. I want freaking Banjo. Banjo Kazooie would be. I want bears. That'd be crazy. Are we? Are we talking? Are we talking? Uh, hopeful Smash entrance. <laughs> all right. Well, only <laughs> since you haven't been here for all the rest, okay. you give me your hopeful Smash. Uh, ban- I think Banjo tops it for me too because I love those Hell two yeah. games. Uh, Banjo, Skull Kid, Skull Kid. Uh, Isaac and Gino. Those are my. Yeah. Those are just Isaac my four from Binding wish. of Isaac. From Binding of Isaac, yeah, Dude. not not from Golden Sun. Oh, Golden Sun. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. those are, that's my that's my dream for. But I, I thought I was like, I expect a freaking Binding of Isaac fan. Never no, I'm pretty Sun. I'm pretty straight laced. Uh, that's a good party. list. That's also that list isn't crazy either. Like I, that list is like very doable. I, honestly, Skull Kid if, might be in this. If we game. got one. That would be exciting. Yeah. That'd be really fun. It's I, already incredible. I'm a Gino Malo guy. Give me those. Give me those two mm-hmm. knuckleheads. Uh, I also want Banjo really bad. Mm. And then I'm interested. I know that no one's with me on this, but I'm interested in that Final Fantasy direction they went for like a second, that Square direction. Give me more Square characters. Like when they had I Cloud in Smash want 4. Sora. Yeah, I don't want Sora, but I. But what if they had Mickey? <laughs> <laughs> that oh would be no. crazy. That would be crazy. 
I think Crash Ursula, Bandicoot, yeah. now that I'm thinking about Ursula. it, Crash Bandicoot is my canonical, like, if I can have a Mario Sonic Bandicoot triple threat match. Yeah. yeah. Take that a shadow and that, dump him in a garbage. I just realized how much that means to me. What? Yeah. <laughs> Having uh-huh. those three mascots oh, yeah. fighting. Crash it is was great. a mascot. Yeah. Crash was the Sony mascot. That would be insane while. to see. Oh, yeah. Crash would be great. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Telltale is uh, finally dead. Man. Uh, they they uh, fired most of their staff about last week. This week, uh, a lot more, I think, are gone. Um, anyone have any thoughts on that? We we kind of covered it a little we last week. We talked about it last week, yeah. I don't know if I said it, but, man, I I mostly just wanted another Batman game. Those were really good games. Yeah, those are good. I'm upset. Yeah. It's a very sad thing. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. And I'm upset. That's a song. <laughs> I just wanted to – I didn't – I realized I don't have Jeremy's soundboard, so that's me oh, dropping oh, it. Oh, here, here. I, I think I found it. It's uh, – <laughs> Now that's the Connor way. That's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> Is that how you felt when, <laughs> <laughs> when you all heard those the news? people lost their jobs? Ari, I went through all those emotions when you just said how that felt for you. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Dudes, um, and I think what everyone's kind of wondering too, and this is like maybe a little bit more selfish, like not thinking about the people who lost their jobs, but more just thinking about like the future of those properties, but like they're gone now, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they're not going to pay for those licenses anymore. So they just disappear. Scott Pilgrim versus the world style, like PT style, gone. Mm-hmm. You know? Is it, un- and I say that I ask this question knowing so little about the game business, but what is the likelihood that that company could, like at least the remnants of that could be saved by a larger company buying that and being like, this is something we're interested in. Is it just, it's like an interesting, like what is there to buy? Right. Yeah. Like because they're, because they're licenses, it's just like this weird, like you could just make that style of game. Yeah. Yeah. That you makes could just sense. make that and make similar deals mm-hmm. with Netflix or whoever you're doing True. it with. Yeah. Cool. I guess it's kind of like, I guess a matter of time, like theoretically, Maybe there'll be another big Batman movie franchise. Everyone's like, I want to get on that Batman money. And some company will be like, hey, you know what would make some easy money? HD, HD, remix, re-release of those Batman Telltale mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's That's true. Somebody could rights. buy the rights to those the games that already exist. They'll also be on Switch at some point, <laughs> it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll Batman Season 2 just came out. Oh, okay. on, Switch. on Switch? I think so. Oh, I haven't wow. played Season 2. I played Season 1. Very good. Yeah, I told you guys every time I've seen you to Fucking play it. I played great. the first season, dude. I'm 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 not I'm just kidding. I mean play I love him, but like I'm not gonna push you. Alright, stand so by games. this. If you're gonna yell at us for not playing Batman season two, yell at us for playing Batman season two. And you're you right to do it. I will yell at you for that, but I will also stand by that. There's a shit ton of media out there and I don't want to push anything mm. on anyone. Nice. All right. Well, uh, post Spider Man thoughts. Ari, uh, can we want to quickly go through it? I feel like we he just. He oh. shoots webs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, without spoiling a single thing, uh, I would say the sure. game was good. I liked it. Yes. There's a lot to enjoy. Yeah. Lo- liked it. I think I, I think I agree with a little bit of that. By the end, I was ready to be done. I was ready to be done about three hours before I was done. I'm going mm. kind of insane playing it. There was there was a time. Are you getting birds? What's it, what do you mean? Getting you birds? Collecting birds? Oh, I did get some birds. <laughs> collecting birds? Yeah. My, my brother saw me doing that mission. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm <laughs> collecting birds. And he was I'm going literally insane. 
I want Spider-Man just like running through the streets of New York with like two birds, one in each hand. Yeah. It's like their feathers poking through his fingers. Like, trying to escape. He's not even sleep, just running around the streets. Just running. Him. He can't Running shoot. back to his yeah. apartment to drop them off. Uh, I think that uh, the story, perfect. Really, voice acting. It's getting perfect. It's getting better. I loved it. I loved. I loved the story. The voice acting. I thought was great. Obviously, it looks amazing. Give me costumes. Like they gave me as many costumes as I wanted. Like that's. I want to. Jackie has sat and and watched me play video games so much. She's seen me dress up characters in video games (laughs) and take hours doing that (laughs) before I go do missions and just been like. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I told Mikey about this funny take I had, which is sm- slight spoilers, but not really. The beginning of the game is like, hey, that's Doc Ock, and he's going to be Doc Ock real soon. Sure. Like, he has, like, the tubes on oh. his back, but he's not there yet. Um, but throughout the game, he's leaving you voicemail. Mm-hmm. That is obviously him being like, what if we made the arms beyond just being good enough? They could be better. <laughs> we can make people even stronger than they were. And Peter yeah. Parker just like, wow, sounds like Doc's excited. <laughs> like, he, just has, yeah. he just does not see it This coming. is the most Sonic the Hedgehog like Peter Parker we've had yet. But I do, yeah, I, I do funny. love that. I do love that he's leaving you voicemails. It's like, hey, what if I was Dr. Octopus? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, that game is, I mean, how, I, uh, I would say if you're close to the end, the end is like, it's it's I'm great. in the last act. It, it, yeah, it makes you makes you want to go shoop, you know? It's like it's Ooh. pretty good. Um but again, it like I I feel the same thing with God of War. I think I feel this way with all AAA titles that are like th- that third person view where you're running around and they're great. They're like they're like amazing Mostly games. Mostly like adventure. Yeah, like I don't have this with like Nintendo so much. Like sure. I don't have this with like Zelda or Mario. But but like for example, Tomb Raider or like uh The Last of Us or Uncharted or like any big game where even if they're short or long, it doesn't matter. I'm ready to be done around the time that they're done or maybe a little sooner. Mm-hmm. It seems like like there's some games where I just can't get enough of it. Where I'm just like, this game could last forever, and I'm bummed when they're when they're done. And that's not these big these it big titles. Interesting when you have a single narrative that you are stretching out to like ten hours that <laughs> yeah. does feel like too long for one story and is like longer than two movies. Yeah. Like I I kind of get it by that point. Versus like a Mario Odyssey where there's no one story; it's right. just this gameplay loop. Yeah, and Cut I would say back, like Naughty Dog. That's all I'm saying. Sure, <laughs> and then and then there's problems with like the combat, for example, in Spider Man. Like it's pretty good, but mm. like Batman's tighter. They already made Batman, and it's tighter than Spider Man, in my opinion. I, hmm, I think just the stealth that Spider Man's really flawed. Yeah, but the combat itself is, it's pretty similar. I think the only thing holding it back. Are that your weapons are too good. Your gadgets are just, you got too many of them, and they're all so good that uh, I'm on hard mode, and it started off pretty hard, but now I'm like, man, I got these, I got these treats on lock. <laughs> You're referring to the Spider-Man Yeah, game? yeah, You have Spider-Man. gadgets and that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got little, like, spider drones and weird Web stuff. Do you have, Web. like, this interdimensional portal that stuns people. It's weird. I mean, yeah, they obviously get bigger and better. Yeah. And then, like, and then like they, they acknowledge Tony Stark, like, in the canon already. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
you get you have a lot of like Iron Man esque things mm. you can do. Like, uh, does that lead to like fun battle variation as opposed to it feeling like the same thing? Like different it didn't things for me, but it might yeah. for Ari. No, I think it was just kind of no, not really. In in Arkham Asylum, totally a lot mm-hmm. of variety. Like, oh, I can grapple that guy over to me. And yeah, his gun. And this yeah. is just like. Oh, I'm losing. Better use the spider bomb. Yeah, it's like it's, yeah. You know. I I will say that I I never uh I never liked any other of those special abilities other than like the first one you get, yeah. which was like the web blanket, where you just jump in the air and you shoot webs everywhere and it just pins everyone to walls. Yeah, it was a cool. Hmm. Hearing that, that you're finding it pretty easy on hard makes me so excited to play it on very, very easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I want from video games yeah. is just feel like a god. It's a, it's also a pretty easy around. game to platinum, too. Like, oh. you, you can you can do that mm. in, like, I don't know. I, th- I, I think my playthrough of it was, like, 35 hours, something like oh, that. Well. But, like, that's – but I also took a long time. Just, like, what happens if I jump in the water? A lot, you know? <laughs> Spider-Man was fun for me because – for a while because I'm – yeah, I, I guess there's two main things like, I think you can enjoy from a game, which is two different immersions, mechanical and like the environment or narrative or, or, or what have you. And I tend to lean more towards mechanical. Mm-hmm. And for a while, Spider-Man was giving that to me. I was like, oh, man, slinging's fun. Combat's fun. I gotta believe. <laughs> and then at some point, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I lost it. <laughs> it was. It all just felt like... Thanks for deflating my <laughs> entire analysis. I'm sorry. It Fuck only, you. It, it only a, happens to Ari. Fuck you. It was a perfect time, dude. That was a perfect timing for that. All right. This, I no, just want to say this is not you fair. Just, you just said that that was flawlessly inter. <laughs> you were all looking at me. Like, you were telling a story about being deflated with a game, and then he made you deflated. Art mirrors life. Yeah. Uh, no, no, keep going. I'm I sorry. can't wait till we just get this mansion, so I can <laughs> sell so, it and so leave. So you can just get to your own wing of it and never have to see me again. Oh, and then like the last uh, bit of news that we have that we op- absolutely have to talk about, and this will segue us into our uh, our main segment today. But uh, a new switch got announced. Oh yeah. Uh, did it get announced, or is it just like, hey, we know this is everyone we, knows this we is know this is We're happening. We're gonna do it. We're so, going to do it. It was in the Wall Street Journal. It's happening. Okay. They fact check. 2019 is the release date. So, we're not sure if it's summer or fall. And we're not sure if it's 2019. They could push anything back they want. Here's the thing. I already have a Switch, so I don't know what I want to do with this new one. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I, think, I feel like there that are enough people who terrible. will... I feel like people will upgrade. I don't know if I will. Yeah, Honestly, I might upgrade. It would be a money thing for me. Hmm. But if I could, I might. And there will be people who are still coming on board, it feels like, that would just be like, oh, yeah. a better version of that thing that I've heard is pretty cool. I'll get the cheaper Maybe. one. Yeah. So like, what? So as someone who already has one, what, why would you upgrade it? Like, that was, is, so that was my question. Was yeah. I want everyone to go around and give me your dream upgrades oh. to the Switch. Or in my case, but you have what to, it would take for me to upgrade. Yes. So but like but you have to keep it realistic. It can't be like, I want it to be a car. You know, I I wanted to have yeah. Wii Virtual Console. <laughs> Maybe that's that's it, yeah. also that's that's yeah. not the news. I want it to double as a Wii Fit pad. Yeah. <laughs> I want to stand on my Switch. I want to throw it and get a double jump off of it. Yeah. Oh, I want it to be Cappy. All right, let's start with you. Oh, <laughs> put down my curry. Donate on Mike. I don't know Please, if anyone knows, you. but Ari likes curry. Yeah, Ari's going curry he's crazy all here. over my consoles. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Halloween. He likes scurry. Oh. 
Anyway. What's something you would like? I I can't think of like I, I guess it would have to be just like general performance things. Like mm. it would have to be like, yo man, this thing is so powerful. It can it can play games that the other switch can't play. That's Which, it. I mean, it'll probably have that. Oh, really? Yeah. It has. Then, that, then that, that's another console. Then that's ridiculous. I would me. assume it would make a minimal jump. Mm. Yeah, me too. Like a PS Pro versus a PS4. It's like they can play the same games, but mm. it's not. A, you wouldn't call it necessarily a new console. That's kind of cheating. Is it like a graphic improvement? Does it run faster? I'm asking you what you want, pal. Well, I'm I'm genuinely curious now. Like, is, is, well, we don't know. We, no one knows market? anything about it. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, for PS4 and PS Plus, is oh. that how it works? Yeah, the PS4 Pro is or like Pro. is like a you can actually play games in 4K with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, the highest you can get out of an Xbox One S or a PS4 mm. is 1080p. I don't have the TV for that, so I mean, that, I I would understand if someone got it for that. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Personally, I don't know. Maybe if it had free online play. If you bought, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're moving on, Michael. That was a joke. <laughs> 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 it has free online play. My base thing would be like I'm not a huge fan of the Switch uh, D-pad. So oh. if there's a new D-pad, I could be on board with that. But when we talk about the difference between a PS4 and a PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. if there's a Switch to Switch Pro, the fact that we've already seen like Doom and Wolfenstein yeah. on the current Switch, if we go with Switch Pro and it's just a small leap, that kind of opens up the door for ports of like Resident Evil 7 yeah. is already running on the Switch in Japan streaming. Right, right. So, like, if we get just that half notch, then all of a sudden, maybe we get the new Assassin's Creed on a Switch. Yeah. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. Very exciting to me. Connor? Uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, the most important things for me that would make a difference for me to want to get it, and I think that would be good for the console, is definitely that power to run those games that are just a notch up, that it is just missing out on like if it could just bring it to a level where it's a little just even closer to the big boys those big consoles yeah. that that and resolution just like another yep. little uptick like native uh 1080p on the cool. on the screen and mm-hmm. then maybe it does not 4 4k seems like out of the question but i don't know what did the vita have i actually don't know what does our iphones have 240i 240i Oh, did you just make up a resolution? I just said, <laughs> I think that's the low one. Yeah. Well, those are the things for me. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, just yeah, yeah. power and a little bit uptick in resolution would be cool. I agree. I think I think my dream upgrade is a graphical upgrade that, you know, at least gets us to this current gen. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I, I want that Vita screen. I want that PS Vita screen. Is the Vita you... screen a higher resolution than the Switch? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Well, it's just like that. Like, it's like that iPhone... Um, uh, retina display. Retina display. Yeah, it's mm. basically what it is. Uh, and then, yeah, I would want I would want some sort of fun change to the Joy Cons. Like, just it doesn't have to be different, that different or crazy. Just like a fun new, like ergonomic, like Ooh. adjustment or sure. something. Where like they were grips or something cool, you know. Um, I did just have one idea though. What Joy pads and Joy pants? Joy Cons. With the uh, GameCube triggers. Yes, yeah. Something like so that. So you can get those uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Oh. 
the the trigger triggers like uh it's not just a button it's it's like it's what do they call that? It's like uh, it was like pressure sensitive. Yeah, it's yeah. like it had that two click system. Where analog. Like, yeah. One was the push, and then like the. Def- well, it was like nine was buttons in one. It was yeah. like you. The more you pressed it down, the more Mario's water pack shot. That's yeah. the only game I can That's think why of. It's hard to uh, emulate those uh, GameCube games, no matter how hard I try. Mm. Okay, guys. Well, uh, that about wraps up the news. Uh, let's close us out here. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors and then get uh, get going with our main event. Okay. <coughs> so, your house sucks. Ugly baseboards, peeling wallpaper, and a dilapidated outer structure. Your friends say, you should move. You live in shambles, and they're all worried about you. Well... You can show them where to stick it because you've just added fog. That's right, fog. Adding fog to the situation will hide all of the unsightly crumbling horrors that surround your living situation. Bugs? Fog will cover that up. Mysterious stains? Fog to the rescue. From Fluoros, the makers of wooden planks with spray paint on them, brings you fog, the sad man's cover up. <laughs> to hear the tale of Silent Hills. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I'm oh liking this God. bit. That's all you got? <laughs> Loses steam immediately. Well, I haven't played it. I don't know the tale. Guys, uh, and to be completely honest, I hadn't really played it either. So we're doing scary games this month. Every every week is going to be a new scare. Uh, well, last week we did Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, which was a, just me and... Michael got on the mics and did uh, did those on her own. Took care of those Whoa. nice and tight. Handled. Handled. Uh, had a blast doing it. And I thought, you know, Silent Hill 2, I got it. Silent Hill 3 and 4, not interested. Silent Hill 1, what the hell was going on there? What happened in that game? Turns out, a lot of stuff. Does anyone, did anyone play this game other than, I guess you did? I right? did, yeah. yeah. I have an experience. Okay. So... I was hanging out. <laughs> I was hanging out with my friends Travis and Kelly. And we're why is that funny? Just uh, they sound like Saved by the Bell kids. Yeah, they, they sound do. like two of the three members Those of Blink One Eighty Two. Normal Kelly was trying to study for a test, and she was taking speed. <laughs> and Travis was practicing his BMX biking. Anyway, we were getting high like cool kids. Jeez. This is, uh, can you give us a frame of reference here? Like what time? How old were you? College, I think. Okay. Yeah. College 420. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were just talking about how much they loved Silent Hill. And they're just like, dude, it was scary when we were young. It's even scarier now. We played it recently and it's so damn scary. You have to play it. I'm like, no, guys, I'm too baked. It'll be too scary. And they're like, you have to play it. I'm and too baked. It'll be too scary. Oh, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. That's Fair. tight, dude. So I ended up like downloading the game on the market. You know, it loads up. The what game, market? The, I don't know if it's a market. The PS Store. Oh. Mm. Uh, online. I got, what, where I got, were you playing a man on PS3 in his apartment or? who said, yeah, what are you buying? <laughs> I bought it on PS3 to play. And the game starts up. And I'm just like, wait, how do I move the character? And they're like, you, you like like this. I was like, I feel like I'm driving a car. And they were just immediately just so upset 
by I was I just couldn't actually play the game functionally, <laughs> and so it wasn't scary at all. It was just yeah. confusing and like, wh- how do I? What is this? Yeah, because I guess ideally what you want is if when you're showing somebody something scary, you want them to like Be immediately go to like like take control and like go and discover the things that you know are there. Yeah, but that has that happened happens. a lot actually with Jackie too, where she'll like. If she, it's like, especially if it's a first person shooter, I'm, oh man, I'll never forget. We turn on Bioshock one <laughs> and right when she gets out of the capsule to like go have a good scare, she just immediately just like looks straight up at the ceiling and starts spinning around in circles. <laughs> and so like things are happening all around her that are story plot things. And she's just like spinning in a circle, staring straight up. And I'm like, <gasps> like I just was like, I was like freaking out. I was like, no, you have look down. No, look at look at the enemy. Just look at him. Just look at him. That video game character point of view through Jackie is like a really fucked up Charlie Kaufman movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like door opens and then yeah. you just like. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, but uh, you you said you actually played it and beat it as a kid. As a kid, yeah. That's it was bananas. It's so hard. I definitely looked it up for like. Was my maybe the first game I ever played to like go online and get the walkthrough mm, because mm. you get to like a hospital and there's it's like not intuitive in a way that like I feel like even the first two Resident Evils it was like you get a key and you kind of don't know what to do with it but like Silent Hill was obtuse yeah it was like you were getting these keys and it didn't make sense like using them I I didn't know you have to know things that there's really no in-game explanation yeah. you have for. to know that bullets are finite in this world yeah that's a Whoa. huge thing too yeah but that's that but honestly though there was a lot about the game too that i feel like because i just played the first two hours of it mm. uh last night and i played it when no one was home and guys i gotta say spoiler alert this game is still very scary and i had to turn it off <laughs> because it was scaring me and we're talking low polygon ps1 graphics mm-hmm. uh hard to control but honestly, that is like helped it be scary to me because yeah. as soon as a beast would charge me, I couldn't immediately run away from it. It's hard to control, so it, mm. it ends up. And this and Resident Evil had this issue too, where it ends up kind of being like a surrogate for how you would act in that situation, which is oh, to freeze immediately <laughs> and then try to like, oh, no, oh, no. Ah, ah, like you don't know karate in real life, so you're like. <laughs> Like like inching back like uh, like weird like, and of course as we all know life is in very confusing camera angles. So, <laughs> uh, Mikey, I'm curious just because I'm a nerd, but when when you were a kid and had that game, did you actively go to your parents and say, "Hey, I I want Silent Hill," or did it just kind of fall into your life and you played it? Were you renting it? That's a great question. Um. We kind of talked about this last week. I had a friend whose dad owned a video game store. This is crazy. Uh, what a crazy oh, childhood. Oh <laughs> <my>. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had his own like mom and pop GameStop. So not only did he have video games, but he had used video games, mm-hmm. meaning we could go to the store and play them. And I feel like... All of my, certainly Resident Evil, but probably my Silent Hill experience came through him Mm. just having this game around. And we knew, I just found out today that it came out three years after the first Resident Evil. In my head, it came out like a month after the first Resident Like, they were just like, at the same time. But like, obviously, I was deep in Resident Evil. Resident Evil 2 had come out by then. So like, knowing that there's another 
Resident Evil-like game on PlayStation. Three came out that about. year. I yeah. Think. yeah, three came out right mm-hmm. after. That's so crazy to me. Yeah, and it's and it's it's also crazy that it came out that much later. But and we were talking about this today earlier. Like, it looks better and worse than Resident Evil One at the same time. Like, it's really confusing because like some of the game looks way better. Some of it looks way like the character faces and heads look like trash. They look like pre-that generation trash, like pre-N64 garbage. I would say that the character models in general throughout the Silent Hill series have always looked one or or two generations back. Like, the yeah. characters are always weird, and they look like they don't have skeletal I mean, it systems. it probably adds to its horror. Well, mm-hmm. I, I was just saying— I want them to be people. Yeah, <laughs> I want them to be people, too, because, like, cause like, the people in Silent Hill 1 look more gruesome than the monsters, oh, man. if you go back and look at it now. So what were the things that e- what looks better about it than the Resident Evil games? If- uh, well, we'll kind of get into yeah. it because I'm going to go okay, through cool. some fun facts of Silent Hill One. Yeah. So I think what this uh, whole uh, segment requires of you is that you be generally interested in Silent Hill. <laughs> if you're not, this is going to go crazy bad Real for quick, you. Real quick, yeah. do we want to give like a quick story overview well, of th- the first one? Or is that I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through all of Silent Hill from conception, development, through the story. Okay. So. Uh, so here are some fun facts before we get started with Silent Hill, the actual game. Silent Hill is based on a real town. Does everyone know this? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Does anyone know the deal with Centralia, Pennsylvania or Centralia, Pennsylvania? Oh. Like what makes this town specifically awesome? It's full of pyramid heads. <laughs> uh, that was close. Anyone have a second guess? Anyone, anyone know? Is that where the witch trials were? No, um, although there is belie- like there's another town that is uh, called actually has silent in the title that was like a Native American sort of burial, burial ground man. type thing. And it was in Maine. Um, but Centralia is uh, uh, is has a, has a few notable things about it. And I'll go through them now. And this hopefully will spook you to your core. So more people are buried in that town than there are living residents. And this is something they boldly uh, proclaim on their website. <laughs> well, isn't that just how the world is? Aren't there more dead people than alive people? No, ah, but most of them are in the ocean. That's, that's, uh, that's wrong by like a huge margin. <laughs> there are more people alive today than have ever lived and died in all of history. Oh, oh I, I've so heard like, that. More yeah, people are going to die in the next like 80 years than have ever existed. Than like already are dead but more people will be born too that's from the start fuck there's never been a time in history where uh the birth rate has gone down from the death rate hmm. so that means that by mathematical by already get that whiteboard out yeah pull that whiteboard <laughs> by down. some uh matt damon mathematics and goodwill hunting uh <laughs> it is like there is like by a huge margin there's more people alive than there are dead have ever lived wow uh so there is um Underneath the town, there is a mine fire that has been burning <laughs> for over 50 years. <laughs> this is in the game. No, this is this in is real town. life Centralia, Pennsylvania. Cool. So in Centralia, Pennsylvania, over 50 years ago, every year on Memorial Day, they would burn their trash so that they didn't get overrun with trash. But what they didn't realize is that there was actually a coal mine that was connected underneath their town. They didn't put out the fire correctly, and it lit the coal mine on fire. Coal will burn 
for the rest of the Earth's existence, turns out. So how this manifests in the town of Centralia is it heats up water underneath the earth. And anytime there's a fissure in the ground, steam shoots out from the ground. So the idea of fog is a real thing that exists in Centralia. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. This town, by the way, the fissures are caused by the mine fire. (laughs) So the town literally is disintegrating. And it has been for 50 years. There are places where have you've heard of like spontaneous, like uh, where like the earth just like falls in sinkholes. Sinkholes mm-hmm. are like a real thing where just like suddenly the, the earth will just sink in and like, like cities can get wiped out on accident. Uh, that kind of thing is happening in like a record number in Centralia. So <clears throat> uh, what else can I say about this? Oh yeah. 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 So like this, this, this fog and this like uh, uh, is very iconic to this, this, Centralia, it's sort of what the town was based on. Um, fog also is used to cover up massive load times. This is the biggest thing about Silent Hill and why <laughs> this game was able to work on the PlayStation 1. The PlayStation 1 had like almost no graphical ability. It was like, even for its time, it was like way under developing compared to PCs. So when you were developing for this game, which was basically sort of an open world horror game, survival horror game, uh, they wanted to not have a Resident Evil situation where you were in rooms and then door to room, door to room, door to room. So they would like cut those load times by showing you a a, a, a video of a door opening and closing, and then the next room would be loaded. To get away from this, they loaded the whole thing at one time and just would render it as you would run through fog. So it like it's loading constantly in front of you. When you think about, like, Turok the Dinosaur Hunter on Nintendo 64, that game notoriously has terrible fog, and it's, like, a, a detriment. But Silent Hill comes along, and they're just like, this is a part of our story, the fact that our graphics cannot be run. It's yeah. it's such smart game design. It's it, also, it feels like sort of an incredibly lucky thing, too. Like, they, it worked out. It also had a strange place in the history of the town it was based yeah. on. And they couldn't have had the game without it, seemingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, which do you think came first? The realization that there's this cool fog thing that happens in this town or the fact that we can't make the game we want to make? The the latter, for you sure. So? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's sure. my yeah. guess. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I agree with that. I think that it's like uh, it's definitely like um, a nice like post-game lore fact that they were like, you know, at this town... I bet, I bet during development they figured out that that town is that way and then kind of remodeled like different buildings and stuff to like mimic that uh in the game you'll see that there are a lot of posters and billboards and and uh, logos that resemble our real world so 7-eleven shows up jim beam shows up uh all of them of course like renamed slightly i think like it's called like eight is like the 7-eleven it's just like the same font and colors but it just (laughs) says eight on it um, and surprisingly, like when I said, like some parts of it look better than Resident Evil, it's like this stuff. Like you can like see posters and make out text, hmm. but you can't make out eyes <laughs> on a face. It's like, it's, it's really strange. It, it, and it totally adds to what's completely horrific about this game. Uh, next fact, the school in Silent Hill, which you get to later is based on a school from, a movie. Does anyone know what movie this is? School of Rock. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> it's so weird. 
and I don't know what the reason for this is, but the not only is the school exterior modeled after the school from Kindergarten Cop, but the Arnold po- Schwarzenegger's in this game. <laughs> the posters in the yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the main hero. Arnold Schwarzenegger finally for the first role <laughs> got to show his pyramid head. Yeah. We are skipping over that this whole time. That's why this game blew up. Dudes, there are the posters inside the school are match the posters inside the really? Kindergarten Cop school. I mean, it sounds like there was just a huge fan on the development. They're just a huge fan of Kindergarten Cop. Who who freaking knew that? Uh, in Japan, uh, this game was such a mega hit that they came out with Silent Hill-themed ramen restaurants Whoa. where you, they made dishes, and guess what they look like? Bog. Stuff you might eat in that real in Silent Hill. Oh, no. Like, just like, oh, this ramen looks like hair. <laughs> it looks like a nice, nice wadded up wet hair. <laughs> Who ever thought that was a good <laughs> idea? Are they, are they still in business? I think they were up until recently. Like, Konami had a couple of themed restaurants that they would, uh, and apparently these were popular. There are just some things that just don't mix in my mind, like <laughs> like eating and enjoying a meal and being scared shitless by demons. <laughs> Keep those separate. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, uh, obviously, this is in the PlayStation 1. I, I did play it recently. I will say that, like, I did have an analog or D-pad option. I went with the D-pad. I think D-pad for tank controls is oh, yeah. a lot more fun. Do you guys know what I mean by tank controls? No. It's, uh, it's like, so old Resident Evil and old Silent Hill um, and, a, and a few other games back from that, that era. I can't think of any other games. They had what's called tank controls, which is your character is not moving and if you want them to move forward you push up on the d-pad and if you want them to move left you have to stop and hit the left button on the d-pad and turn their body like a tank i'm remembering this now so if you wanted to make a fluid like motion run and curve you had to like run forward for a while and then like slightly start to hit the uh, other button on the D-pad yeah. to get them to start to curve Rem- a little remember bit. Remember when I said this feels like I'm <clears throat> driving a car? Like, yeah. it was hard to control that game. Yeah, and, and by the way, that's walking. So then if you wanted to run, you had to hold down a different button and do it. It's Your brain is working in a lot of muscles at one time in order to do tank controls. But I don't know. I mean, as, as us being the veteran tank control boys <laughs> here, what do you think? Like, I, I got I, used to it. I, and now I I'm like, like a tank them. control yeah. pro. But yeah. I like them, and I... I I'm gl- I wouldn't want them in every game, obviously. This is before you had two sticks. This is before you had in any sticks. Yeah. This is back when the PlayStation One had just like, I mean, the analog sticks were out by then, but uh, the PlayStation One controller used to just have a D-pad and no Dual Shocks. In old games, this is a question for you guys. Uh, in old games like Doom, where you would be running around, mm-hmm. and I would assume you maybe used tank controls. How did you look up and down? Was it like, did you have to like hold a button? I remember in GoldenEye, yeah. which for all intents and purposes had tank controls, mm-hmm. like you would have to hold the R button and then your aim rep- receptacle would come up and then yeah. you could look up and down. And Doom, uh, you couldn't do that, but Doom specifically had uh, this, <laughs> this is a nerdy thing about Doom. The way that that game is designed is actually not in a 3D space. It's in a 2D space where they're manipulating shapes. Oh, so to you never look up in Doom. You ne- you never look up in Doom. In fact, there is a uh, there is like a it's not really a cheat or a secret. It's just a fact of development. Enemies will appear to be up on a roof, 
higher and smaller, mm-hmm. but they're actually in front of you. Their hitbox isn't always in front of you, just higher up. So if you just shoot directly straight, it will hit them <laughs> up above. That's yeah. incredible. That's blowing my mind. Yeah. So uh, you you don't ha- ever have to just shout aim. Out, shout out to hitboxes. Yeah, shout out to hitboxes and shout out to Doom. Uh, anytime you want to shoot somebody, just aim in their direction, and it will and it will hit them. Wow, this is a good life lesson for all for all things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, having problems with your kids? Do that. Shoot forward. Shoot, shoot forward. Hitboxes. Shoot their hitboxes. Uh, okay, so uh, let's get into the actual game and the story of the game. This thing is fucking bananas. <laughs> Uh, you played, okay, so a tagline for Silent Hill would later be, this game plays you as much as you play it. Uh, it, it, that is the scariest sentence I think I've ever read in my life. Was that an actual marketing tagline? This was the marketing for Silent Hill. I think it was home downpour. It was one of the, it was one of the Mm. later ones where they actually used facial recognition to, uh, like, like the outcome of the game would depend on like how long you looked at something or how you answered questions in the game. Um, so yeah, the, uh, but if you took that sentence and and adopted it to like the theory or premise of all silent Hill games, basically the game is designed to scare you. It wants to scare you all the time. That's what it's doing. Its job is to scare you and it will do it at any cost, (laughs) no matter what. (laughs) And that means that the game is playing you. Well, kind of. Yeah, in a yeah. way. Yeah, it's it's it is it is setting you up for an expectation that it will then remove and take away. It's playing with you, like trolling you, and we'll get into some of the ways it trolls you okay. here in a second. But Harry Mason is the main character. Okay, you guide him through the monster-filled town of Silent Hill to look for his adopted daughter Cheryl. He's sort of an everyman. He's an everyman, mm-hmm. you might say. Hair parted down the middle, as was the style of the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He likes his coffee with sugar, no cream. Dressed conservatively, tech vest, missionary white, white style, energy. missionary just style. missionary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, er, uh, Harry sucks at fighting. <laughs> he takes uh, very little damage to die, and his aim is often unsteady. That should be the title of the game. This is a design concept of the game too, which is like. Your character is going to suck, and it's going to suck at fighting. It was supposed to be different than Resident Evil at the time, right? Because Resident Evil was like, here's a shotgun. Here's a machine gun. This was like, here's a lead pipe and a radio. <laughs> <laughs> like, good luck. And these, yeah. So, uh, the uh, bu- 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 yeah, early in the, early in the, early in the game, you get a radio, and you get a flashlight. And this would be like a concept that they would then would be taken into like every Silent Hill game to come. So... Silent Hill 2, early on, you get a radio and a flashlight. Does anyone know what the radio does in Silent Hill? Let's you know about monsters. It goes off when monsters are around. Oh, that's so cool. when you're running through fog and you can't see, let your trusty radio <laughs> scare the shit out of you with just like a little like hum that eventually gets uh, louder and louder. It is like an iconic <sighs> sound. It's like yeah. this this aching radio that slowly gets louder and you can't see what's going on around you. Is so you there, have to like. Is there any narrative reason behind why the radio does that, or is, I mean, is just just because it works for the game? Um, so it works for the game, but. Narrative reasons for things in Silent Hill are funny because so much of it takes place in a metaphysical space that uh, like Silent Hill is a geographical location in the canon of Silent Hill, the game, but it's also like the upside down essentially is what you're walking into. Uh, 
In fact, the way the game begins, I found out last night when no one was home, uh, is that uh, you're running through what I thought was Silent Hill, <laughs> right? Because it's like foggy and snowing out of season and there's no one around. And I run into an alleyway, which is where I'm supposed to go. And immediately the camera like turns into like a Dutch angle and then like starts to warp as I'm running through this alley. And, and as you, and as I'm progressing, everything starts to turn into rusted, like copper around me, blood starts to show up on the ground. And then medical equipment is just showing up in this alleyway, like, like a stretcher and like a little IV bag. Like you just pass these things until you get to a dead end. And then you turn around and there's naked babies with knives and then they attack you What? and then you die and then you wake up in a diner. <laughs> That's the way the game opens. So I don't remember any of that. And there's no way to get, you have to die. You have to die, which you don't know this at the time. Yeah. So you're just freaking literally ready out. To shut the, press the, the shut off button. Yes, like you're ready to throw. One. Yeah, you're ready to throw your TV. <laughs> I like the idea of somebody who just was constantly pressing reset. Like I'm gonna beat these. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like with what? Because you have no weapon. You have well, no yeah. way to punch or anything. I kind of had that experience. Yeah. I was playing uh, Bloodborne. You mm-hmm. know, like when you first play that game, you you have no weapons, and then there's a wolf, and it kills you. <laughs> yeah. And then you go to like the underworld where you can get a weapon. Or you can just go back. And I was like, <laughs> fuck that wolf. And I just kept going back and just slapping it in the face. Yeah, because you can slap in that and game. I, and I beat him. You did. I, I beat him with yeah. no weapons. I just slapped yeah. that wolf to death. Dude. And then I played the rest of the game that way for a long time with no weapons. That's until someone was so like, crazy. Dude, you can what get What are you doing? Um, so the ba- uh, I guess I, I could, do you want to, should we go through the basic plot of it? Just because it's, it's very convoluted, but essentially, so you were driving with your daughter. You crashed your car. When you woke up, your daughter was gone. You go into the town to find your daughter. You see her silhouette. You think there she is. So you chase on after her, right? That's basically when the demons attack she's you. She's an element. She's like elementary school. She's age. like a six year old. Yeah. Have you guys seen the movie Silent Hill? Mm-hmm. No, sure. Okay. No. Oh man, because so far everything you're telling me sounds cool as shit. Well, I mean, I actually the movie is they used to call it the best video game adaptation to a movie ever. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good, but I don't think it holds up to the scrutiny of like other movies, <laughs> if that <laughs> makes sense. Sure. It holds up to the scrutiny of other video game movies for sure. But uh, yeah, so the the basic plot is sort of like the movie. Like you're looking for your uh, for your daughter. You're running into a bunch of clues all around town. It's her, her little scraps of notebook paper that she's leaving around, but in blood is written stuff like go to school. And like that's to let you know, look at your map. You're, you need to go to the school. So eventually you're running around. You're trying to find her. You run into a church and you meet an older woman and she gives you a pyramid like totem mm-hmm. it's like a little it's like it would be a box but it's a pyramid like it's a little plastic pyramid or something she gives that to you and she's like when the time is right you'll know when to use this oh, pyramid that device and he's like and of course he's like 
okay, <laughs> I will find my daughter. You know, it's like like the voice acting from sure. hell, which also adds you can tell to- the daughter was adopted because no one would ever have sex with this man. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, and he seems to not care Dude, very much I about mean, her. And like and like the voice acting, which is something we'll get to maybe later. It's like it's like so bad that it makes it makes it worse. It makes the the like like the scares come at an even weirder pace because you're like. <laughs> Are you weird or is this old? Like I can't tell. Uh, so uh, you meet this cop. Her name's Sybil. She seems to be like the only other normal person, right? Um, and more this normal than Harry. Harry and Sybil. You might call them the two, like normal people. But I mean, here. like Harry is like the I shoobies. will find my daughter. Is she the same? Yeah, she's like she's like, you passed out. I found you. Like that kind of thing. But then you're like, but then she's actually normal. So because she works in a district outside of that town and then you're coming in from out of town. So no one's Silent Hill local. In a normal uh, environment, they would seem very strange and weird. But in this environment, they're the most normal people. They're the most grounded people you'd ever. It's like Jack and Sally Nightmare Before Christmas. They're pretty fucked up. But in that context, they're just uh, normal people. And you know what? Jack and Sally find that out. That they're actually not as normal as they think when they go to Christmas Town. <laughs> uh, what a pitch! This is Halloween. Uh, Jack thought he was the most normal guy <laughs> until he went to Christmas yeah. Town. It's just Jack running and then freeze framing. Goes, hi, that was me. No, down there. And then it goes down to a bug on the floor. Instead of instead of yes man, Jim Carrey almost did the live adaptation of that. Wait, this means I'm weird. <laughs> so, uh, it's a perfect Jim Carrey pitch. <laughs> I, you do find out during the course of some of this that Cheryl is adopted, so you are looking for your adopted daughter. Um, but yeah, you meet this old woman. She kind of just freaks you out. You run then to the hospital. I think that's what happens next. You go to a hospital. You meet a doctor who's like really shady. He shoots at you at point blank range and misses somehow. <laughs> But it's because he thought you were one of the monsters. But then you're thinking, are you one of the monsters? Why? Why do you think of this? Because everyone looks like one of the monsters. <laughs> so, uh, so you meet this guy. He's kind of a weirdo, but he's a doctor. He's like, I used to work in this hospital. Now I'm trying to leave. <laughs> and it's like, ugh, you're just like creeped out. So then, you meet a nurse named Lisa. Lisa. And she's scared. She's like, she's like acting like a emo- She's like emoting realistically. Like she's actually scared. She's underneath a table. She's kind of freaking out. She jumps up and hugs you. Cause she realizes that you're like a normal person. Um, so that happens. I'm trying to think of more plot stuff here. Uh, Is there a plot throughout the game, or do you just? Because I, I full disclosure, I also I have never played the game. But last night I watched like a 45 minute video on YouTube on Silent Hill 1. Dude, was it the guy with the broken yeah. English? Yes. yes. We yes. all watched the dude, same video. It's, it's definitely it's so the top good. hit. Dude, but it, but it helped me understand it. Uh, mm-hmm. Like my my roommate, walk, I was definitely making dinner in the kitchen, but had it on my laptop. My roommate was, first off, always any, thinks anytime I'm watching a video game, YouTube video is weird. But two was like, what are you watching right now? Because <laughs> I, it was just kind of hard to pick up sometimes. Sure. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So, I so yeah. Like, Lisa Garland. Then, so you're aware of this this uh, this woman, Lisa Garland. Yeah. Right. So who, does that uh, plot continue? Does is there still story stuff throughout the game? 
Yeah. Okay. So I guess basically, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just I'll just sort of like go f- kind of from the Wikipedia here. Eventually, he realizes and explains to Sybil that this darkness is taking over the town. Um, uh, uh, environments tend to change from like Silent Hill negative zone to actual dark world like terribleness. I think that's what's the logic there. Yeah. <sighs> It, it's tricky because it does feel like there's like this thematic movement of like as this man is going deeper and deeper into Silent Hill and as it's flipping from like fog town to bloody rust town, it's like he yeah. is confronting himself. He is finding out more about what this town is and what his role is, if any. Like, uh, and by the end of this game, like you find your daughter, but find out that like she was adopted because he finds her in the middle of a graveyard, I think is where they find her. Uh, no, uh, the side of the road the side of the road. was like what Canon was. Yeah. It's not, never explained, but him and his wife find her at the side of the road. Yeah. His wife also took ill and died. Oh, huh. was another part of this. Interesting. But a lot of this stuff is barely talked about there's or like mentioned a, there's a cut scene at the beginning of the game where yeah. it shows him and his wife like in maybe in that graveyard in a graveyard and yeah. like maybe are they holding they're holding yeah. a baby yeah or the ba- maybe it's her baby obviously i think it's, then, Sh- it's like, cheryl, it's yeah, cheryl. Kinda, yeah the camera just like zooms past them but that might be all you get yeah of the I wife don't, don't for know. sure exactly. mm-hmm. yeah so he the 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 big twist of this is that cheryl the daughter you're looking for is actually the daughter of the cult leader that has been looming within Silent Hill. Yeah. And she is the vessel through which they will birth their god that they are trying to bring back to the earth. Which is essentially Samael, right? I think it's the same... Well, has anyone... Uh, I know he's a moth man. Has, anyone's ever, has everyone seen Hereditary? Mm-mm. No, I really want no? to, though. Please you haven't? Don't. Okay, okay, Boy, I won't spoil anything. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, Basically, that is the big twist, that your daughter is not really your daughter or a person. She's just like a weird ghost, uh, a half of a soul of another person. The story with this cult, though, is that like they needed a sacrifice to implant their demon god into. Uh, Dahlia, or Delilah, or Dahila, or whatever her name is, Dahlia. Yeah, she's the old woman you met in the church. She gave you that pyramid. She's the one who's who burned her daughter alive in their house as a sacrifice. It didn't work. The daughter goes to the hospital alive, burns all over her body as described by that YouTuber, uh, living in pain forever, uh, (laughs) is then, uh, put in the basement of the hospital where she's cared for by this nurse that we met, Lisa, right? Uh, to shut Lisa up, this creepy doctor that we met got her addicted to drugs so that she wouldn't leave. Uh, and now you're at the end of the game. You've used the pyramid as a pawn from the old woman to suck like the good power out of this uh, of the daughter, essentially. And then immediately she's like, like filled with that demon thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There are four different endings you can get to the game, depending on what you did during it. One of them is 
Dahlia gets burned alive. Uh, the demon comes out. You beat the demon, but then like your daughter and her soul twin sister, like they just say goodbye and then leave. And then you fall down and realize that you've been dead the whole time. <laughs> it would have been enough of like a bummer ending to be like, and your daughter's gone. But it's also like, and you're dead. Yeah. You've been dead. That, and that was the ending I got. And I think I shut it off before the you've been dead the whole time reveal. So my recollection of the ending is him going, no, that couldn't be it. What was the point of all this? Yeah. And then it's just over. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so a uh, another kind of, I guess another ending is, if you kept the cop alive, so that that Sybil, the other normal person, like she can die because she gets possessed and she comes after you. But if you collected a certain item, you can like throw it in her face, <laughs> and then she. It's, a po- it's like a potion. It's like a potion. You also, I saw in the video, you have to like know, and this is a frustrating thing about old games. You just have to know that you can pick up an object that looks like it's painted on. It looks like it's painted onto the to background. background. Yeah. You have to know to pick up a bottle and basically just get this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of like that, like the one bookcase in the Scooby-Doo painted background bookcase yeah. mm-hmm. that's obviously animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, like off color. Uh, just how a do bit. we open this, this door? Except here, then, there's not now, that. Yeah. yeah. It's as yeah. if it was painted properly this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, cause they're going for like high realism when they shouldn't be. Uh, so it looks like they're really trying to mask things as like, oh, like, you know, that that's a bottle on a shelf, but that's also a bottle on a shelf. And it's like, especially if you look at it from like an HD perspective, like I, I emulate the I emulated this. I'm not I don't even know where to buy it. All right. So I emulated it. Sue me. But I did. Tommy will. And uh, <laughs> and in HD, it's very clear what is not an item oh, and what is an item. Mm. They like it like pops out at you at, at this stage uh, in the game because you you've upscaled it to such a crazy level. I mean, we joke, but that's kind of what games like now. Things fucking glow and spin around. Yeah, yeah. And they're that's like that's an well, item. and it's also just like better game design. Like your eye naturally goes to an item a lot of times based on camera placement or. Mm. Um, but oh yeah, so. Uh, in the ending where the cop survives, uh, she runs up to you and before you can like basically just fall down and pass out, she like slaps you in the face and she's like, you have to live. You have to live for you. Who, who cares about your daughter? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Like, the whole place is, of course, like coming down on you. It's like all fire and brimstone. Uh, now, the good endings are uh, if you went through this weird side quest that's completely optional where you discovered that the whole drug thing with the doctor, then he will come in before the end boss battle, shoot the old woman in the head and then throw a potion at the God thing. So I think what it does is like, it skips a whole wave of the boss battle, Mm. I think. And then you beat the boss. And if you've rescued the cop and done the whole doctor thing, then you get to leave with the cop and have a newborn baby. There's something going on where, like, <laughs> this kid that he got is a split soul already. Mm-hmm. Like, she tried to burn the, – the cult leader tried to burn her daughter, and the daughter's soul split into the burned daughter and the newborn baby that our, our protagonist found. And then if you beat the game, you fight your daughter as the end boss. And if you did it right, if you saved cops and have a – 
cocaine doctor <laughs> there to help you. <laughs> then he splits the soul again, and you get another baby. Yeah. And then so you and the cop get to raise this baby together. <laughs> and they literally show the same shot that you saw with your wife at the beginning, but it's now with the cop has been re- has replaced That's your wife. That's so funny. It's crazy <laughs> fucked up. Uh, also, when the co- when the doctor who shot everyone is trying to leave, he gets pulled back into Silent Hill Ooh. by the nurse. Ooh. So check this out. Oh, and this is something I wanted to show you, which is like the cardinal sin of podcasting, but I'm going to show you anyway. This is uh, called Lisa Garland's death Okay. in Silent Hill. This is probably the most disturbing thing I saw from the whole... From any any moment of Silent Hill in any playthrough ever. Can you, okay? can you maximize the screen? Yes, I will. So this is basically <laughs> Lisa Garland, the nurse Thank that you, you met from earlier. The only one who's been emoting or acting like an actual person. She's realizing that she's actually dead and a part of Silent Hill. This is scary. Whoa. What, what? Is it part of the game? Oh, a Jewish star. Is that... Jeremy, is that part of the game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering the same thing. Just tell me if it is or if it's some <laughs> stupid YouTuber who put some shit... Okay. Harry. Oh, my God. Lisa, what's the matter with you? I get it now. I am still alive, even though everyone else is dead. I'm not the only one who's still walking around. I'm the same as them. I just hadn't noticed it before. Lisa. Stay by me, Harry. Please. I'm so scared. Help me. Save me from them. Please. Harry? Oh, no. Ready? Oh, the graphics changed. Yeah. That's an FMV, boy. Not at all. I wanted you to think it might be. I did think it might have been. Lisa. And he says Lisa. And that's it. I forgot about that trend in, I think, I feel like it was a PlayStation thing where it would be, you know, those old, old polygony graphics, but they would do little movies. Mm, Like, I feel like I never played Final Fantasy VIII, but I Pretty sure that game had something similar. Oh yeah, all, yeah. Final Fantasy seven, VII, eight, and nine for the PlayStation all had full motion video sequences. I think Final Fantasy seven might have been the first game to do it, and that's what made that game so spectacular to look mm. at in like trailers on television. People yeah. just wanted it so bad because they were like, "What the hell is this? Looks beautiful." And you got a uh, weird little fucking mega blocks character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a Minecraft guy running through. But then like yeah, so games back then it's like. They would show you like little 
movies of what they would look like in real life, even though now that looks terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, also that still exists. They still do that for oh, games. Yeah. What in what game? Like all the Sonic games always have <laughs> <laughs> these like um, various like actually actually sort of sort of sort of several things. They do have like full rendered CG cutscenes for like you know some major plot points and scene and stuff. And sometimes too, they'll have two separate versions, uh, or even more, of like a character rig. So they'll be like, yeah. they'll put in this one for talking during like a stupid cutscene of in-game, and swap it up with this rig for actually playing the game. All right, I don't think they do that, but you believe what you've got to believe. <laughs> Why I, am I the punching bag of this? I, I actually, I actually do believe that. I, I, it's, it's okay. interesting. I think, I, I think it's that, not a belief. It's a truth. It's like I, a crazy I, idea. I thought of that halfway through what you were saying, and I was going to say it no matter what. So you, you weren't said, listening. So I was thought of your no, joke. I thought and, of okay, it. Okay, well, uh, whatever. Let's just say that joke was a big. Um, no, so uh, no, uh, certain games will actually choose to do all kinds of stuff, like like show you their. FMV sequences in cartoon form or whatever. Uh, it's been a long time though since I've seen a game not use in uh, in game graphics to show like a cut. Like for all of Spider Man, for example, yeah. is well, there's less of a need to because now there's they all just look now so everything good. looks so good. Are yeah. as good as the FMVs. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so that about uh, ends it for. Oh, one more ending. The UFO ending, uh, which is if you've beaten the game already and then you go back and you collect a weird like totem or necklace or something that will it's like sum- a summoning charm, a summoning or charm, and then you go to certain locations in the game during your second playthrough and you use it, then instead of any of this happening at the end of the game, Roswell style aliens come down and abduct you and then take you away. And that ends up being actually a trend in the Silent Hill series, where that ends up happening like several times across many <laughs> different games. Connor's <laughs> face. face is. There's just so many ways this can end for you. Yeah, they feel very different, and it. It. I mean, it. The my instinct is to criticize it, but I think it kind of plays into the psychological, uh, just tremor that it, like, gives. The, yeah. That it feels like it put on people which is why it was so big like a fever dream yeah like yeah and and more so did any of this matter (laughs) (laughs) did i did like there's this tangible like consumerist fear like did i just spend 40 dollars on a ufo ending (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that like looking back like i i'm i'm so glad that we did this because i you know i i I would have never gone back and just played this on my own you know like that and, but I also had this like aching, like weird itch in my head of like, what the hell is this a game about? Like what started this and like, why was it so popular? And I, I think like, it's pretty clear once you're playing it, like what about this game people found to be so charming and affectionate? Like it's so scary and done so well. And I think that's the, the last thing I want to talk about is like, it's just like being scared playing a game. It's such a weird feeling. It's such a weird thing to pay for. Like a movie is different because it's two hours, but an immersive experience is like, it's more like going to a haunted house Mm -hmm. and to, you know, that's a one and done thing for most people. Most people, you know, uh, unless you're an an enthusiast, you don't like chase down haunted houses. A haunter. 
a haunter. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, to go to one for a couple hours, that's one thing. But to play like an entire 20 hour game of just being scared and manipulated in all these crazy ways. Like my, 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 the favorite thing I saw when I was actually playing the game was, uh, you know, the game scares you a million different ways, but there's at one point I'm walking into bathrooms, right? I'm in the school. I'm just walking into bathrooms, like just seeing what's in there. Sometimes there's like a ghoul in there. Sometimes there's not. And I finally walk into the ladies bathroom on the second floor of the school. And you just hear for like once a couple of sound bites, like this little girl just starts crying. And then you check all the doors and you can't open any of them. And you just don't hear it anymore. I remember this. Can you leave from the door you came? Yeah. Because I feel like I went into that room and was just like, nope, I got to go. Yeah. I turned around and left. That also tells your video game instincts to search. And then when you find nothing and nothing happens, it messes with you. It messes with you big time. And it, and it, like, and it makes you feel like they are, I'm not in control uh, in any way. Uh, there's a point. There's a point in the same school sequence, which is about where I got to when I stopped playing, uh, where you know your radio goes off when there's a ghoul around you. You go into one classroom, the ra- the radio just goes off like crazy, and then you search the whole room and there's nothing in there, and it just psychs you out. <laughs> it's like it's brilliant game design. Um, of course, you know like uh, Akira Yamaoka is like the. Uh, the guy who made the music for the game, which people go bananas for. Um, they love this guy and they love everything he's done and they think he's the best ever. And the music is pretty good. And we've heard a lot of it during this episode, but like, I guess he was famous for uh, pioneering like that. Um, I'm going to use weird, abnormal, abstract instruments and in games to sort of scare you even further. So like one thing he did was uh, uh, he, for the final boss in, in Silent Hill 1, he uses a dental drill oh my God. as an instrument. Mm. So subconsciously, you don't know why you feel so sick and uneasy. It's just because you're afraid of the dentist. <laughs> That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I thought his use of uh, a radio that picks up monster sounds was a really good <laughs> <laughs> instrument. Well, ladies and gents, that's been Silent Hill 1. Any, any last uh, thoughts or last words on on a series franchise that is as dead as it's ever been. I think you're good at selling franchises to me because with Castlevania, <laughs> I came in here being like, don't know, don't care. And it'd be like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's Silent Hill. I'm like, I might go watch a playthrough sometime this week. If I would cool. recommend the game we didn't talk about today, which is two, oh, yeah. two is objectively the best Silent Hill. It's one of the best games ever made. Mm. Uh, Silent Hill one is objectively not that. I, w- I wouldn't say one of the best. Silent Hill 2 is one of the best game stories. Like the yeah. game, it, it plays pretty similarly to Silent Hill, which is this weird kind of clunky, out of its time situation. But yeah. the story is heartbreaking. Perhaps and I'll beautiful. Play with you guys for a while. Like, you know, get get me get me set in motion. You know yeah. what I would say? I think the best way, and honestly, Resident Evil, or Resident Evil, uh, Silent Hill One is the only one I ever actually played. But two, three, and four, I just watched like on YouTube, like Silent Hill Two, the movie, mm-hmm. yeah, where like people Recommend cut it? together, and it's mm. really good. And I, I think that's that. like the best way to take in this series. Like the gameplay itself isn't fun, but that's it's true. like the story and like, the lore and kind of how it functions. Yeah. And I, cool. I, I, w- I would actually say though that I, I, I don't necessarily fully agree mm. with that. I think that two's gameplay is good. Well, I was thinking about what you were saying, which is that like it's not 
it hasn't aged as far as we can, right. show, but it's part of what's scary about it. If you can get past, I don't even know if two has traditional tank controls the way that one does. It might be the only one that does that. I'm realizing as I said that I never played it. So <laughs> I've literally two, never picked up a controller for two. But so two, I don't know is, how but two is like two is one of those games where like it's it just might look like a PS2 game, but it it here's here's how it plays well like and here's the silent hill trick right and here's why you would want to actually play these versus like watching a movie if i was if i had one defense for it mm-hmm. you're running around and you open a door and you run past a window and you notice that there might be writing on the wall and you go back and the writing on the wall just says there was a hole here once now it's gone and you never know why that was written at all like you don't get that from like a movie, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that is something that like rewards you from just wait a minute. Like you look back at it, and then you get totally freaked out by an arbitrary thing that actually has no weight on the narrative, the narrative at all. Uh, so I think that like two, I would definitely recommend actually playing if you have it on PC or if it's accessible. If it's not walkthrough on youtube there's like a collection on ps3 i feel like and i mean and that is trash actually yeah yeah the hd remakes that they did were like trash uh unfortunately Mm. um because it came out around the same time the metal gear solid uh hd re-releases came out and those were good and silent hill just doesn't get that love there's no team that backs it anymore uh konami's gone Mm. uh so we may never see i did play pt yeah, so PT is uh, actually let's get into emails, which will, which will close us out. But uh, I wanted to talk about that. Uh, so this is a weird uh, this is a weird email. Of course it is. It's October, right? <laughs> uh, dear Zoo Tycoon Crew, what is your scariest moment in video games? Mine is when I killed my own wife, and a giant monster haunted me until I killed myself. That was by James Sunderland, <laughs> Green Lion, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I wanted to go around and hear everyone's scariest moment they've ever had in a video game, uh, because that's super interesting to me and the ways in which these things and the ways in which things scare certain people, I think are so fun and interesting. But, uh, for me, I'll give like two answers. The scariest all the way through experience is PT for me. There's nothing more scary than that. To me, that is like the a high watermark uh, for just fear. And that's a two-hour experience max. I mean, that thing is amazing. Do you know what PT is? No. So PT is uh, uh, the Hideo Kojima, the guy who made like uh, Metal Gear Solid, and Guillermo del Toro from Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. They were going to make a game that was going to be a new Silent Hill game. And they made a demo for it called PT, and they just put it out on the PlayStation uh, store. Whoa. A, a demo that they didn't explain. Like they didn't announce it or anything and you downloaded it. And when you played it, it's like, I mean, I don't really know how to explain it. I would hate to explain it and like ruin it, but um, it's just terrifying. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's horror incarnate. It's, okay. it's, it's, it's basically an experience and it's not necessarily indicative of what that game was going to be, but that game ended up getting canceled. And then they pulled it from the PlayStation Store. Yeah, it's gone now. So talk about the creepy pasta opportunities there. Basically, I mean, you like you would like go through a hallway, and like do certain tasks to like progress, but you're going on the exact same hallway over and over. But each time you like got th- you, you you like progress through it, 
there would just be this new, bizarre, creepy, like one of them just like, like a safe chained to the ceiling, dripping blood. And it all is kind of like this weird metaphysical representation of something that your character has gone through and you're under, you're uncovering what it was. It's weird. Wow. It's really weird. It's, it's it definitely the scariest experience I ever had. Mm. Uh, but I, I think scariest moment in a game was like, uh, it's definitely gotta be not even a horror game, but, uh, one of the moments in either Metal Gear Solid one or two where like they're, they're saying like psycho mantis is telling you, uh, Hey, it looks like you enjoy playing Castlevania because you have a save state on your memory card for your PS one from Castlevania. Like, uh, anytime they broke the fourth wall in those games, scared the shit out of me. You should turn off. You're getting tired. You should turn off your game. You're getting tired. Uh, I do feel like the Vulcan Raven fight in that game was very scary too. Like you just couldn't, like your radar was limited and your vision was limited. So you just run around and all of a sudden you'd hear him just start shooting his giant machine gun at you. Yeah. There's something about like when they, like when you, like the Psycho Mantis fight, famously, you have to unplug your controller from the first port and plug it into the second port because Psycho Mantis is controlling the first port of your, of your PlayStation in your room. Wow. Which is, <laughs> as a boy, you're like freaking yeah. the fuck out. It's so scary. Uh, all right, let's go to you. Mm. One that comes to mind is the ending of Doki Doki Literature Club. But I don't want to spoil it if anyone cares. Um, that well, is not a game you should spoil, okay. but it's amazing. Go play Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay. It's free, so why don't you? Yeah. Uh, but that, that, otherwise... Yeah. How about uh, one that you can spoil? Yeah. All? Oh yeah. Well, the beginning of Dead Space. Nice. Is, have you guys played it? No. It's man. It's fun. It's yeah. like so. You know, the beginning of that game. You don't. You don't have any weapons, and there are necromorphs, zombie aliens, essentially, like all around the space station. And like at one point in the game, like you 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 run away from a bunch. You can't do anything at, at this point in the game, and you get in an elevator, and as it's closing. One of them just like gets half its body in there. <laughs> My friends watched me play it. I was just screaming, "What do I do? What do I do? What do I?" And then the elevator just chops it in half. And oh, it's that's like, great. And it like, yeah, it just like lands right in front of you, and you're just like, "Oh, oh man!" And they actually top top it in the second Dead Space, but it was just so over the top and scary. I was cracking up. Which is that? <laughs> you're yeah. I love oh. that moment when you're like so scared you're laughing. Yeah. It's, a, it's almost like it's like a roller coaster where you're just like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe how scared I am right now. I That's mean, my defense mechanism if I've ever gone through like a haunted house or laugh. like a Halloween yeah. Horror Nights. Is that's yeah. just me being defensive. Yeah. Same. Because I'm that scared. I Same. Think. I'm going yeah. on Thursday to Holly, uh, Hollywood Horror oh, Nights fun. and I'm going to be laughing the whole time, just like I did last year. All right, Michael. Um. Mine is also not from a horror game, but it uh, hit me at just the right age. I remember going uh, to like Circus Pizza, which is like a, a <laughs> Minnesota chain uh, of like Chuck E. Cheese sort of place and playing uh, TMNT Turtles in Time. Turtles maybe? in Time, you sure. And in the very first level of that game, you're walking across a bridge and Krang mm-hmm. had a giant robot body. And his, like, you're on a bridge and, like, just his robot body head appears up over the bridge <laughs> yeah. and it just only, it cuts off just below his nose and he, like, bobs back and forth and shoots eye lasers at you. Mm-hmm. And that instilled in me a giant 
a great fear of giants. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm so afraid of giant people oh. to the point. I remember when Lost was on, and that's a show about like people you crash on an island, and there's like uh, they call them the others, the mm-hmm. like native people who are on the island who are like hunting them. I remember in the middle of that show's run having a dream where they get captured by the others, like our people, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. or, or, and the characters are like. Well, well, you're the others. And then the others are like, no, 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 we're not the others. They're the others. And they point behind <laughs> them and you just see like in a cliff and it's giant people. And it's just that same like cut off under the nose and bobbing back it's and forth. Cranks. I can't handle the idea of giant people <laughs> because of this. And so in Silent Hill 4, that uh, that game is it's Silent Hill 4, The Room. And it all takes place in his room. Uh, the main character, and then he finds holes that lead to, like, Silent Hill, and that's how the story progresses. But you can, at some point, find, like, a peephole and peep through at your neighbor and watch her, and it's creepy and voyeuristic. And then at some point in the game, there's, like, because there are fixed camera angles, you go into a room, and it's just pointing at you, and all you can do is walk forward, and you don't know what's going to happen, and you go forward, and when the camera flips around, there's a wall-sized face a human face and it is the woman you have been peeping at and she is looking at you like her eyes are fixed on the character so as you're moving around in the space her eyes are watching you and it's first of all it's like this interesting like this is how it feels to be looked at it's this scary for uh people and probably specifically women but it's a giant person, and I can't <laughs> handle giant people. I can confirm that I did watch this today, and it is still very terrifying. It was terrifying for me to see, and I didn't like it at all. <laughs> is that so. the day you became a feminist? You're like, I get <laughs> that it was now. It. <laughs> yeah. Do they feel like this all the time? Silent Hill been making feminists since 2000 <laughs> or 1999 at least, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like Silent Hill for video games, especially early video games, is like, so incredibly pro women it's all about like like how men especially greedy men take advantage of weaker things and women in general like they'll like like uh i feel like uh, all of the allegories especially in Silent hill 2 are just like women with like leg like two different sets of legs on top of each other just like running mm-hmm. around like the over sexualization of women is like something that they call out constantly in mm-hmm. those games which i think is like pretty brilliant not just for like politically but also like from a horror standpoint it's like taking the thing that little teenage boys are into and then just like destroying it and flip turning it around and flipping it on its head so literally on its head so it's like oh you thought you thought girls were like you like to gawk at women well what if they're on the ceiling with their heads completely turned around (laughs) and like crawling at you We'll still put them in their underwear, <laughs> but they're gonna be puking nonstop. You know what I mean? It's like it's like this visceral, like, uh, yeah. Check yourself, <laughs> Connor. Uh, I don't know if I have a great answer. Uh, I want to say it's like playing backyard baseball and staring down, just like pitching to Chico Papas. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if any of you have played backyard baseball, he's yeah. usually on the championship team when you make it to the end. And that dude rakes. He's like Pablo Sanchez incarnate. Uh, it's pretty uh. scary. But if I, a, 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 a nice silver medal to uh, just the Shadow Temple growing up. Dude. I didn't play like I didn't play a lot of scary games. So for me, and for my one of my friends who introduced me to that game, that was like the 
just that's kind of a creepy, eerie, scary moment. Which game was that? That is in Ocarina of Time. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. yeah. Shadow Temple, where the um, I forgot what they're called, but like those long, lanky dudes who can like paralyze you. They're they're all over the place. But uh, like, remember when you wake up in Hyrule as an adult mm-hmm. and you see all those? There's like zombies, and I think. Yeah. It's what yeah, they're yeah. in a uh, Hyrule town. Like just like they're just like standing right. around where people used to be. Yeah. Dude, that that game is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. There's and it was fun through this last since I just I just beat it in my new playthrough mm-hmm. th- through the master quest and it, it gets into some of the history of like some of the dark stuff that happened with like the Hyrule family yeah which you just moments will flash at you and it's not like a cutscene but like a little you'll walk next to a wall and it'll like just give you a text box which is like it's just creepy information I've got to play that fucking thing <laughs> have you ever played through Majora's Mask oh yeah. Yeah, I'm planning on doing it after this too. Yeah, I got oh, I got yeah. both of them on 3ds. That's also. my fave. Oh, it's wonderful. That game's also very creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have a a cute, funny story about things scared in a video game. It is it is my sister's story, which was I, I I pretty much owned Mario 64. I love playing that game, and I just was like, yeah, I'll just I'll just I'll a little Bowser fight. I'll fight a Bowser, whatever. Because it felt <laughs> good. Because when I, when I first started playing the game, Bowser scared the shit out of me. But I got to a point where I'm like, yeah, I could fight Bowser, whatever. It's chill. It's like, you know, like whatever thing now. And my sister, she watched me do it. She must have been like, I don't know, five at the time, maybe even four. And she was like, can I try and fight Bowser? And oh. I was like, yeah, for sure. She's like, get me to him. Because, you know, it's like a hard yeah. level to yeah. get to Bowser. So I'm like, all right. So I breached the level. No problem. I get to Bowser. Give her the controller. And she just sees this giant menacing dragon just walk towards her. And she just starts screaming and drops the <laughs> controller. Oh, my God. That is an Ari Grab exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so cute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, you can catch us on iTunes. Please rate, review us, uh, give us stars, uh, at least as many stars as uh, as uh, are in uh, the Mario Sky. Ari, do you have anything you want to plug? Yes. Um, as always... Go on Verve and watch Rocket Power. It is now streaming on <laughs> Verve. Okay. Uh, McCaller, you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, follow me on Twitter, at Michael McCaller, and see all the fun things I'm writing at Smosh.com. And our very own, very favorite, new uh, commemorative guest. I'm commemorative. Commemorative. <laughs> I love it. Connor McCabe, ladies and gentlemen, do you have anything that you want to plug? I finally learned that time to let the drop just finish. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, follow me on Twitter too. It's Connor underscore McCabe. That's C-O-N-N-E-R. Because most people spell it Connor. And I'm not one of those guys. Connor? Yeah. You don't strike me it's as the one common, of those guys. It's the common spelling. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Um, or uh, yeah, on uh, Instagram at uh, Comic Book Banquet. Jeremy, um, mind if I open the window again? It's a little stuffy in this mansion. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you have right, to. Let me, let me go. There we go. Uh, Great. Just in that. time for the bell toll. Oh. <sighs> Sorry well, about that. I guess... Uh, are, the, are the mics picking up that bell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're picking Fuck. it up Sorry, hard. dude. Well, guys, uh, it might be the end of our show, but it's definitely not the end of our stay here at the Boohoo Haunt. <laughs> no, sir. <sighs> Honestly, you get used to it. You don't mean that. You can't get used to it. It's dripping blood. 
It's dripping blood from it's this. It's been dripping on me for the last it's hour white, and a half. It's white noise oh. to fall asleep. It's too. white noise to fall asleep. Too. I was gonna ask, do you guys want to stay here longer than thirty days? You guys are fucked. I might. I might want to. Sounds fun. I'm on Instagram. Thank <sighs> you.